This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning in and listening and sharing these podcasts with your friends all over the interwebs. I used to tell this joke in high school, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean people aren't actually out to get you. My friends would laugh and I would laugh and we'd all laugh together. (laughs) Good times. Well, today we have a huge problem. If you are a conservative, your government really is out to get you. I know that sounds paranoid. I'm usually a pretty cautious person when I make statements about politics and analysis. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I try to live by Stephen's axiom. Whenever there's more than one possible explanation for a human event, whichever explanation requires the least amount of intelligence is most likely what happened. Most conspiracies take a vast amount of intelligence distributed over many people to pull off successfully. The only flaw in Stephen's axiom is stupid conspiracies. For example, Watergate was a stupid conspiracy. It was a real conspiracy, but it was a really stupid one. Nixon was going to win the election hands down. There was no need for the initial break-in. That was stupid. When Nixon found out what happened, he covered it up. That was even dumber. He should have exposed the initial crime and demanded his political operatives be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. He didn't, and that was stupid. Right now, it does appear that our government is actively trying to destroy the lives of individual people who hold conservative views. I know that would be a stupid conspiracy. If you give people who have a predisposition to not trusting the government legitimate reasons not to trust the government, they aren't going to trust their own government even more. That's just a colossally stupid way to run a country of more than 330 million people. But there's too much stuff that's going on that I just can't ignore. Starting with testimony on Capitol Hill this week, Our federal government is launching a new domestic terrorism task force. That's the testimony of Matthew Olson, the assistant attorney general of the National Security Division of the DOJ. This is a guy I had never heard of before. I bet most of you hadn't heard of him before either. Well, take a listen to him announcing this during his opening statement to a Senate hearing earlier this week. I've decided to establish a domestic terrorism unit to augment our existing approach. This group of dedicated attorneys will focus on the domestic terrorism threat, helping to ensure that these cases are handled properly and effectively coordinated across the Department of Justice and across the country. Did you notice the part where he said he was creating the task force? He didn't say we are creating a task force. He didn't say the attorney general asked him to create the task force. He made it seem like this was his whole idea. He came up with the idea and he's executing the idea and there's nothing the Senate Oversight Committee can do about it. Olson also said the DOJ sees, quote, an elevated threat from domestic violent extremists. That is, individuals in the United States who seek to commit violent criminal acts in furtherance of domestic, social, or political goals. So this unelected bureaucrat sees an elevated threat from domestic terrorists. So he creates a task force to go after domestic terrorists. But there's the rub. 
What is a domestic terrorist and how does the government go after them? Based on what I can see, a domestic terrorist is anybody who's upset at what the government is doing these days. And the way the government goes after them is to incite these people to commit acts of violence. They frame you and then lock you in prison without trial for a year at least. Okay, maybe that's too big a leap. Maybe I'm going too far. Tell you what, I'm going to make my case that the government really is out to get conservatives in three steps. The Governor Whitmer kidnapping case, the January 6th riots, and the school board domestic terrorism letters. I'll lay out the evidence. You tell me whether I'm being paranoid or not. Let's start with the kidnapping case. Remember in early of October 2020, as early voting was already underway in Michigan, the FBI arrested a group of men and accused them of plotting to kidnap Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer. According to the documents filed in the case by the Department of Justice itself, the FBI came up with the criminal plot, gave that criminal plot to people who weren't planning on committing any crimes and then paid them money to commit the criminal plot the FBI had created. On Christmas Eve, the defense filed a motion to dismiss the case, saying, quote, the undisputed evidence as demonstrated in 44 pages of statements already submitted to the court establishes that government agents and informants concocted, hatched, and pushed this kidnapping plan from the beginning doing so against defendants who explicitly repudiated the plan. Undisputed evidence. This is the evidence the government submitted, not the defense attorneys. Three separate times, defendants in the case told the FBI's confidential informants that they were, quote, not cool with kidnapping that it was a bad idea, and that the people in the group objected. This happened on July 7th, July 18th, and August 9th, all in the summer of 2020. The defendants said no to the government's kidnapping plot three times, but the FBI kept pushing. The government held fictitious national militia meetings, not real militias, all government agents and informants. They invited these defendants to the rallies. When the defendants said they couldn't afford to go, the government informants paid for their travel, lodging, and meals. Then, at these meetings, the government's own informants would stand up and give speeches meant to rile up and anger the defendants against the government. Let me read you the transcripts submitted by the federal government in this case. For the sake of polite conversation... I'll bleep the expletives. Remember, this is a government agent who stood up and said this at one of these fake rallies. Quote, Why are we giving quarter when no quarter is being given? Mother bleepers are going to throw bleep at us. Why aren't we throwing bleep back? Why are we not bleeping? This is why I am saying I agree with you 100%. This has to happen. I agree 100% with you guys. That bleep has to bleeping happen because if not, this bleep right here is going to continue to kill us in our back bleeping yards. That was the government's informant who gave that eloquent speech. He was inciting people to violence plain and simple. 
Look, the undisputed evidence so far is that the FBI came up with this idea to kidnap Governor Whitmer. The FBI told the defendants about the idea, and three times the defendants told them no. The FBI paid for the defendants to travel across state lines, and the FBI then sprang the trap they created to arrest people who did not have a prior disposition to commit this crime. That is a textbook example of entrapment. And yet your government did that. The government was out to get conservatives who didn't like Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer's oppressive government lockdowns. So they invented a crime and incited people to do something they had no inclination to do before they met those FBI agents and informants. That's one. Let's go to January 6th. Now, before we get too far into January 6th, no, I do not condone the actions of anyone who was in the Capitol that day who wasn't supposed to be there on official business. It wasn't a coup or an insurrection, but it was a riot, and it was amazingly stupid and dangerous behavior. But the government's reaction to January 6th has been way over the top the entire time. It's been disproportionate. Who else accused of trespassing, not insurrection or treason, but trespassing, has spent an entire year in jail other than January 6th defendants? You have people accused of murder in Democrat-run cities that have been released from jail because Democrats were afraid these alleged murderers might get COVID. But trespassers? Lock them up. Now, prior to this week, I didn't think our government was so dumb that it would have incited the riot at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. The same way it entrapped defendants in Michigan in October of 2020. Now I do. The reason is because of questioning in that same Senate hearing this week where Matthew Olson announced he created that domestic terrorism task force. In that same hearing, both Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Tom Cotton asked the DOJ's representatives about evidence which suggests the FBI's own informants were there, not just on January 6th, but on January 5th as well, inciting people to violence. Here's Senator Cruz interrogating Jill Sanborn, an assistant director of the National Security Branch of the FBI, about the FBI's role in the riot on January 6th. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, did any either. FBI agents did or agents confidential or informants confidential actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents any F or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Both Cruz and Cotton asked if the FBI's agents or informants incited people to violence, and instead of saying, no, that would be unethical and illegal, and we would never condone such action committed by government agents against the American people, they said... We can't comment on that. 
So to me, that means, yes, the FBI was there. And yes, they were inciting people to commit violence and may have committed violence themselves. So the two biggest domestic terrorism events over the past two years supposedly committed by conservatives were actually being committed by people who were set up by our government to commit those crimes. The government decided these people were criminals in waiting and then decided to just give them the push. I know they don't have any plans to kidnap the governor, but what if we told them to kidnap the governor? I know they don't have any plans to invade the Capitol, but what if we tell them to go ahead and invade the Capitol? Which brings me to the third piece of evidence that your government is out to get conservatives. Remember last fall when the National School Boards Association asked the Biden administration to treat parents who speak up at school board meetings as domestic terrorists? And so Merrick Garland's DOJ said they would? Turns out, All of that didn't start with the National School Boards Association. It started with the Biden administration itself. It started with the government. A group called Parents Defending Education submitted freedom of information requests to the Department of Education and found a series of emails between members of the NSBA. In one of those emails, the NSBA executive director, Chip Slavin, said, quote, he was writing a letter to provide information to the White House from a request by Secretary Cardona. If that's true. It means the Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, asked the National School Boards Association to write a letter to President Biden complaining about domestic terrorism at local school board meetings so that the government could then use that letter as a pretext to brand conservative parents as domestic terrorists. Lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. The NSBA wrote the letter that Cardona asked for, and they wrote the letter with input from the White House. They then sent the letter to the White House, the same letter the White House helped write. And then, of course, they sent it to big media. The White House sent the letter they commissioned and helped write that called parents domestic terrorists to the DOJ. And after getting said bogus letter, Attorney General Merrick Garland announced he was going to use the FBI to investigate parents who speak up at school board meetings to see if they were violent or thinking about being violent. You know what makes people want to be violent against their own government? Knowing that their own government suspects them of wanting to be violent against the government. It's a hell of a catch, that catch-22. Let's sum up. The government framed conservatives in the Whitmer kidnapping case. The government appears to have had agents at the Capitol building on January 6th inciting people to riot. The government solicited a letter from the NSBA calling conservative parents domestic terrorists so that the DOJ would have a pretext to launch terrorism investigations against parents who are angry at their local schools. And in the wake of these three government-aided domestic terrorism scandals, the DOJ is now launching a domestic terrorism task force that they can use to go after people who they think have dangerous ideas. So let's go back to my original statement. If you are a conservative, your government really is out to get you. Given those three high-profile examples, is my statement out of line? 
or am I on target? Am I just being irrationally paranoid? Or am I paranoid for good reasons? Let me know what you think. Unless you're a government agent, in which case I really don't want to hear anything you have to say on the off chance that you think I might be a domestic terrorist who just needs the right push from Big Brother. The rest of you, thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe either on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, AmericaOnPar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of the morning, I can see old glory